The following program is your wake-up call. Listen to discretion advised. Welcome to the Progressive Union. I am your host, Doreen DeLeonardo, broadcasting to you from New York City. We report the news the corporate media ignores. Joining me for this hour, as always, is my husband and co-host, Tony DeLeonardo. Well, I warned everybody four years ago... When Donald John decided to run for president, I said, yeah, it's funny now. You put a chimp behind the wheel of a car, it's funny. Then he tries to drive and people get hurt. It's not so funny anymore. So instead of putting this chimp in a car, they put him in charge of a global pandemic called coronavirus. Which he ignored. And he wasn't told about. We just heard. We just heard on CNN that... um, Alec Azar, not our favorite person in the administration, and apparently he's not that popular with them either. He went, he wanted to tell Trump about the coronavirus in January, early January. But his handlers, you know, all the people around him, Mnuchin, Miller, Miller, all at bar, they kind of... His Grubhub delivery boy. Right, whatever. They blocked Azar from talking to Trump. They felt it wasn't really a presidential issue. A pandemic is not a presidential issue. This is a president who cut (gasps) Uh, the CDC. And got rid of the pandemic czar. He went through it like Leatherface with the chainsaw. And by the way, they actually did have... um, What do they call it? A... uh, a shot, uh, you know, a, when, vaccine. a vaccine, I'm sorry. Yeah, they were working on two years ago because... He took the funding away and told them to get out because they didn't yeah. think they wanted to spend the money. They didn't need it. What do we need that for? Let's get rid of that because these are the people that don't care about science and it's just not important to them. So <laughs> today... Um, I left Tony in charge of watching Trump's latest address to the nation in the Rose Garden. Okay, so after that 10 minute snippet we got the other night, which caused the stock stock market to fall lower and further than 1987, we had a crash. Unless he's ad libbing, (laughs) he is the most unconvincing. Well, he looks like he's like in a... He's um, like half asleep. Well, he snorts. Well, he also looks like he's a person that's a hostage. You know you know when you get those hostage videos and there's somebody forcing them to read something? That's what it looks like. That He's forced to say this and he doesn't those believe it. Those pilots in Vietnam during those propaganda videos <laughs> had more passion. So the, the, the market crashed. And they um, were brainwashed. People have lost, you know, their savings, retirement savings. I mean, just... Awful. Okay, so basically, when he talks, things don't go well because they were waiting to hear how are you going to solve this problem? How are you going to help the people? Because we know what's going to happen. We know what's coming. Small business loans. Yeah, let's make money off this. Right. Let's put people in more debt so they can take some loans out. So in the meantime, the House, Nancy Pelosi, and the Democrats. Are working on, we're working on a bill to help people that are not going to be able to go to work. People with children, people that don't have sick leave with their jobs, people that are not going to get a paycheck, uh, people that don't have health insurance, we still have that problem, or not, lack of health insurance, not enough coverage, whatever. They had this, they're working on this bill. So they were doing the grown up work uh, while Trump was basically talking about what a great job he's doing. And we don't have 
And he tests. What, the first, the first speech? The first speech. Oh, you hear the his bill? Uh, an unprecedented move yeah. on his part. Right. <laughs> uh, I can't. It's just unbelievable. What is an unprecedented move on his part? Actually pleasuring a woman? <laughs> I don't know if that's Without ever happened. using his name and his money? I don't think that's ever happened. So, okay. So... They're trying to do their job. They're trying to get this bill passed. In the meantime, I know this is happening everywhere. It's happening here. Everything's being canceled. You name it. It could be the smallest thing, like a community event that you have, canceled. It could be the St. Patrick's Day Parade, canceled. I mean, everything's being canceled. Soccer, canceled. NBA, suspended. Right. Now they're talking about social distance. Major League Baseball. Canceled. They're talking about social distance now. So what does that mean? That means staying far away from other people, okay? At least six feet from other people. You can't do that if you go to the food store. You can't do that if you go to the pharmacy, go to work, travel in a subway, a bus, a train. You can't do that. Be six feet away from people. Uh, And people are panicking because I think they know that what's coming is sort of like what's happening in Italy now. Maybe not as severe as China, but it's coming, Because if you don't stop people from entering the communities and interacting with each other, this thing is going to keep going. And there was a doctor, and I wish I knew this guy's name, but he was very nonpartisan, which I liked. They asked him a few questions. He didn't trip up on it. And he said, what you have to pretend is, and it probably is true, that everyone has it, that we all have the virus. So if you think that way, you're going to be extremely careful about what you do because you're going to think you're giving it to someone, they're giving it to you, every surface you touch has it. That is the only way you can think about this. And if you think that way, you know you cannot leave your house until we get this under control. We don't have the test kits. We're not doing testing. You can't get tests. I was in first med today. The guy was like, oh, we don't have tests. They don't have them at the doctor's offices. They don't have them. Now I now heard... We, call, we went to two medical places, just a little... Uh, uh, personal aside. Like a little detective work. Right. Both places, no dice. No test. One guy told me, well, you have to go to the emergency room, and then while they wait for the test, they make you stay in the hospital. I'm like, what? They don't let you leave while they're waiting, even if you're not showing symptoms, which is not what they're telling us. Um... And they then let, I get, they, they let a bunch of organ thieves come right, and look at you. You're first. funny. Then I got an email from ProHealth that said, yes, we do have the test, and the criteria is shortness of breath, a cough, either one of those things, or a fever of 100, 100.3, okay? So they say they will give you the test. But then you have to wait, because I did find someone through a friend who did have a test. They're still waiting, and it's been five days, to know if they have it or not. So that's five days going by. So we didn't hear how you're going to solve that problem because if that person thinks they have the virus, what are they telling you? They're telling you to stay at home. So five days... Go out and kiss your worst enemy on the mouth. You're so funny. So five days goes by. You're still waiting. And let's say it takes 10 days because the test goes to the state and then the CDC. And by the time they get around to it, since they have like three people working there, I think, since Trump cut everything... They let you know. So now, let's say they say you have it. Now you're supposed to stay home unless you're really ill 
for 14 days. So you've been home already five, seven days. Now you're going to be home another 14. And then we found out yesterday from Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. How does he talk? He looks like Meyer Lansky standing there. Can you do him? Yeah, he talks like that. He's like another mobster doctor from New York City, but he seems like a nice guy. I sort of like him. He's honest. He's like, we're in trouble. Remember, he testified. He probably got rich friggin'. Uh, he was one of those, you know, when they, they, they get shot like Spider did in Goodfellas. Take him to the doctor down the street. They'll fix him up. Oh, do you think that's who him? Fauci said, well, you know, once you, after you get the 14 days and you don't have symptoms, they test you to see if you still have it. But they don't want just that one test. They make you take that one test, and then they wait 24 hours, and they take another test. So now how long are you home? You're talking like a month. Let's say things really go slow. You're home a month. So let's say you have, I don't know, three sick days. I've worked jobs that have three sick days. Three sick days out of 30 possible work days, let's say. Let's be generous, and let's say it's not 30. Let's say it's 25 work days. You're still out like three weeks of work, right? More than three weeks of work. So how are you paying your bills? And then what happens after that? Your husband gets it because you tried so hard to keep the house clean. You couldn't. Now he's out of work and he doesn't have any sick days because you live, who knows where you, Alabama, Alabama. We don't have any sick days. We have mandatory sick days in New York City. I think we have five. You have to give five. I think that's the number. But that's New York City. I had a job where, no, I was working in the World Financial Center. I had 10 sick days for the year. Well, that's pretty good. But five needed a doctor's note and five didn't. Well, this one, you would have a doctor's note. So 10 sick days is really good. But it's still not enough. It's just not enough. So, and there's people that have two jobs. You know, I mean... The world is, life is very complicated for people. And remember, nobody has $400 just lying around for an emergency. 60% of America doesn't have. Many people are underinsured. We have like 38 million not insured, right? We have people that are caregivers to elderly people. What if they get it? Like they're taking care of elderly people. They get it. They can't take care of them. Then those people get sick. I mean, this is so complicated. So... And you know what industry it's really going to hit hard. Oh, God. Here we go. Here we go. Brace for impact. The porn industry. Of course, because everything goes back to porn. porn. In Tony's mind, (laughs) everything goes back to porn. Well, I I mean, they got enough to deal with other diseases. So this has been some hell of a week. So all these porn stars are like, what, another one? Tony, stop. So in moments like this, we realize the shortcomings in our society, the safety net that we don't have, okay? The things that are not guaranteed that we have just in case of an emergency. No one can be out of work for two months. This could very easily happen because if we are prohibited from doing things, we can't go to work. Some people can work from home. You can do telecommuting, some jobs, but other jobs are not telecommuting jobs. They're just not. So how do we help those people? Telsey Gabbard was has a bill about the thousand dollars a month that um, Andrew Yang was talking about. UBI, Believe universal basic income. Of course, but that would make a big difference. Uh, the what, paid. What did John Oliver say the other last week? Bloomberg, five hundred million dollars on advertisement. Right. He goes, there's 300 and change in America. Give everybody a million dollars. And said he said... And he, who said that a long time you ago? You did. He said, did. he said a match to his money 
and just let it burn. He gave it to the, the, the networks, right? The TV people. They have plenty of money. So, okay, we don't have, an, we don't have tests. I mean, we just don't. We have and about, this is New York. We have 300, but we don't have them anywhere. We have 360 million people in the country okay kids look like they're not affected by this so let's just for argument's sake take 60 million out and say those are kids let's just get, go there so that's 300 million people i mean that's a massive amount of tests we don't have enough ventilators for people uh they're asking the mayor of new york to please shut the schools down and make them into triage centers so when people all start getting sick because they're you know, working, they're going to school, they're doing all this stuff, they're going to have a place to put them. There's going to be no room. That's why social distancing and peeing in the house and not going out is the answer to this to slow this down. As I said, the doctor yeah, said... being stuck in the house with your wife. There you go. We'll be doing a lot of shows, I think. Quite a lot of shows. And three kittens. <laughs> and three kittens. That never stay out of the food bowls or the litter box. So the president said... During his address today from the Rose Garden, it wasn't enough that he tumbled the stock market this week and just made everything worse. Then he said, and I didn't see this live. Um, I did. Tony did because I decided to go out and do my Humane Society duties. He said that the pandemic, I do not take responsibility at all for, he was referring to the lack of tests. He doesn't take responsibility at all. Who takes responsibility Soon then? As he said that, I was like, oh my, my God. God. And, it, and then he goes on with his little rant about, and you can you can see that he wants to allude to Obama. And it was Obama's fault. I knew this was going to happen. He's blame, been president for three years. Blame Obama and his dopey supporters will buy it. Oh, see, Obama left him short. And meanwhile, Trump has been cutting at the CDC. For, for three years. No, and not only that, he just didn't want to hear about it either. Like, his 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 handlers didn't want to let Azar near him. Like, he just doesn't... I don't think he understands. I don't think he gets it. And then the journalist, which I did see, because you told me that one of the journalists... One, one with from PBS, he got real nasty with her when she really nailed him to the wall. Oh, 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 oh you work for them? I thought you worked for a real newspaper. Well, I think they were getting angry. You said there was antagonism, like they were yeah, angry. and then they made it, he made a comment because one journalist mispronounced Fauci's name. He goes, oh, well, you got at least 90%, right? You know what I would have turned around and told Trump? That's a lot more than your response was. You don't have which tests. Which was zero. Excuse me, you don't have tests. I mean, that's the most important thing. Is They're to worried know. about mispronouncing that little midget's name. Oh, you're funny. So um, the other woman asked, she says, you know, I see, uh, you know, the, the president, the aide of president of Brazil now has the virus. He was with Trump. Someone at Mar-a-Lago had it. Uh, he was with Trump. So everybody's been asking him, are you going to get tested? And he's like, you know, no, I don't need to get tested. And look at all of these people at CPAC that right. picked it up. Exactly. Ted so Cruz. Right. Liz Cheney. That's right. Steve Scalise. That's another life. You know, this guy's got nine lives. He does. He's a cat, that one. Mark Meadows. Gates. Matt Gates. Who made fun of the virus. So there, there's now karma. Now we got Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's you know, like... Oh, I'm going to get locked down for two. Just give me my gay porn and the glory. Oh, home. you're funny. And he said, you know, I really don't want to answer questions about this corona thing because the 
president really messed this one up and I don't even have talking points for this. So I'm just going to self-quarantine because I saw somebody at Mar-a-Lago who saw somebody that knows somebody that might have been there, Donald Trump, and I might have coronavirus. So I'm just going to sit at home. I'm sitting this one out. Let Mitch take care of it. So anyway. Um, but I'm telling you, he gave a speech today. He's well, let me just talk about that woman, though, that asked me if he was going to be tested. Let me just yeah. get oh, there. Yeah. So she's asking him, and she goes, isn't it selfish of you, she said, not getting tested? Uh, well, I don't know. When I have time, maybe not for that reason. Yes, it is selfish of you. And he shook hands with four people in that Rose Garden. Four people. We're not supposed to be shaking hands. We're not supposed to be touching other people. Listen, you shouldn't even be able to going out without you know, this, gloves on. This is another thing. For years, I refused to shake hands with people. You weren't a shaking hands person because ever. Because I grew up in an era where you didn't, when you said hello, you didn't shake hands every two seconds. I saw you ten minutes ago. I got to shake your hand. Tony likes to say, "What's up?" You know. Hey, how you doing? Whatever. Hey, hey, how you doing? I tell That's everybody, hey, how you doing? Did Oscar and Felix shake hands every time he came. Never he came home. Never. Did Ed and Ralph on the honeymoon shake hands constantly? No. no. What is it with all this handshake? I know, I know that's true. And the hugging. The hugging. I could understand the fist bumps when somebody hits a home run, you you or you give them a high five and then you move on. But people hey, hug well too. Done. Too much with the hugging. When I when Tony met me, a little we're going a little off, but when Tony met me, I used to work in the catering business and I used to do big parties. And I had to really like give a lot of attention to these people. So I got to know them pretty well. And everybody used to hug me, right? Kiss me, thank you, shaking hands. Like little kids, we do bar mitzvahs, like you'd have like 200 kids. Imagine germs everywhere. I was sick all the time. I was always sick because there were so many people. I was surrounded by hundreds of people almost every day. That is how you get sick. The, the odds are if you're in a room with 300 people and you interact with, I don't know, 100 of them at least, you're going to get something if you're, being, you're not washing your hands constantly, which is very hard to do as we're learning through this experience. Um, I would suggest gloves to everybody if you can get oh, so late, well, latex right, so gloves. What did she say? So she asked him that, and he goes, yeah, you know, when I have time in my schedule, what did I tell I'll get her? tested. I told everybody in his on schedule. This, I told everybody on this show, during the eclipse, he looked told at, everybody don't look up at the eclipse. He comes out on the balcony in the West Wing. What does he do? He looks up. Yep, he did look up. He did look up. His wife didn't look up. How many Superman comics did this kid guy read when he was a kid? Because he's the Alex Jones president. He doesn't believe it's real. Listen, I was watching and this really just... Because nothing bad has ever happened to this prick. <laughs> well, this was disturbing. I mean, nothing physically bad we has were, ever happened to We him. were watching... Um, well, we were watching BBC News. BBC News, I don't know, a couple of days ago... Um, in the afternoon, and uh, they were showing Iran and how this is affecting them. Oh, my God. It's very bad there. And remember, there's a lot of sanctions against Iran that the United States has imposed upon them. And a lot of has to do with medical, like being able to get medicine and medical care. So that's really rough on them. So now they have this pand pandemic, and there were body bags everywhere. I mean, there were lined up dead people, body bags. It looked like mayhem. 
really, they have been hit very hard. And then they showed Italy, which nobody's in the streets. The only places you can go is the food store and the pharmacy. Everything else is shut down. So they're moving towards China. Now, China, because they locked down, and I know I taught a class the end of January. Yeah, it was the end of January. So that's when they were completely sealed shut, and they were just getting, what do you call those, the food from the military? They, uh, I, I tried, I had them at Hurricane Sandy. They're called MREs. Yeah, they're like, you know. They're not, actually, they're not bad. I think, all, if I remember how to prepare them, I think all you need is hot water. Because everybody and has water, access to that. There's some kind of thing that it, it, it's, when you put water in it, it heats the meal. Yeah, they weren't allowed out. And they're really not bad. Well, we might be getting them soon. So anyway, so the military... Every survivalist in America grabbed them. Yeah, I know. The military in China was delivering them, and they had these big, like, um, speakers in the street that would tell them, you know, this is what you can do today. You cannot leave your house, blah, blah, blah. So they did that for, I think, a month, maybe a little longer. And the disease was eradicated. Now they're not locked down anymore. They're like you know, going in the streets and doing their normal stuff. So now Italy has it. So now they're locked down. So, of course, now, just a little personal stuff. Let me tell you People something. are going bananas now. This Irish president that came over. Oh, he's going to be sick. Now, if he comes He was here positive, like yesterday. And you know yeah. Trump is a carrier. Yeah, that's true. Well, because... He was within two feet of him, and you know, Trump, he leans forward to talk to you. Every time he sits in a chair, he looks like he's sitting on the pot. <laughs> so, and um, he's ready to flush. So, he said that he does not take responsibility for the lack of test kits. It has nothing to do with him. Nothing. When he talks, it's so infuriating. He stands there, he looks like some blonde, over, over the hill surfer boy channeling Mussolini. <laughs> It's just horrible. It's insane. And that's why... And then he goes to the side, he looks at somebody, he's always got that Cheshire gra cat grin on his face. Right. Oh, I got over on them. Yeah. But you see the journalists, the reason why, the reason why they are more angry and they're a little, a little bit more aggressive right now in the Rose Garden today is because now it became real. Now it's not... He's there. It's not a Muslim ban. It's not tax cuts for the rich. It's not caging children. Yeah, I guess that wall you were going to build along Mexico didn't keep this out. Right. Well, it now it's something that can cause death to any of us. Okay. Let's be honest. Now those journalists are there saying, "I'm worried about my safety. I'm worried about my children. I'm worried about my family." You know. Now it's different because now. He has not kept us safe. That's one of his jobs. He's supposed to make sure that he puts the American people first and keeps us safe. This is not keeping us safe. Cutting the CDC, getting rid of the pandemic people, that's not keeping us safe. That is a person that is a selfish, selfless, horrible human being. It's not an idiot. He does it on purpose because he doesn't care. I remember last year I read a novel it was a pretty big novel. I think they were going to make it into a movie. If I was a producer, I'd be like, you better pull a plug on this. It was by a writer called, named Terry Hayes. It was called I Am Pilgrim. And it was about uh, some guy that wanted to start a virulent uh, a plague. 
and there was one scene about he was using these uh, live subjects to see how it would react to them, react with it, and it was hard. The scene was horrible. I was like, could you imagine that this going on in real time? Well, we're we're living it now. No, this this virus that he created was even worse. We don't know, Tony. Than what this one. We this don't one know. Is. I mean, I'm reading that they're using. Malaria drugs and HIV drugs on people now. Like, they're telling you on TV Malaria there's no treatment. Malaria you get from a mosquito. No, I know that, but I just told you. I just read them to you. I just told you the two drugs. We just discussed it. It's in the New York Post. There's an article in the New York Post, a man who was early diagnosed, like, weeks ago. And um, he, uh, he actually contacted doctors in China because he was a PA he was like a medical assistant. He's a physician. And he was dying. He was dying. So he, he was very resourceful. Well, he might have been a guy that vaped. No, he wasn't a vapor. He was in perfectly good health. Well, then something went wrong somewhere. It, the disease was bad for him. There have been young people that have died. Supposedly Tom Hanks is okay, right? I mean, he's... As far as we know. As far as we know. Right. So, um... Gump, They're the using those, 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 I know, it is unbelievable. But it doesn't matter if you have money. It's a virus. It doesn't like no boundaries. Like It doesn't know, oh, not the United States or the greatest country in the world. Okay, so let's go back to our story of who's going to take over. Who is going to replace this man? He cannot continue to be president. We all know that, Right. We all know he can't be president. We knew it before this virus came. Now, how does the virus... We're going to have a discussion, Tony and I. We haven't really talked about this together. So we have another debate on Sunday, 8 o'clock. Sanders and Biden, of course, they've left Tulsi Gabbard out. She did get two delegates. She is raising tons of money. And she still has supporters. And yes, she's still running for president. And she is the bet other than Bernie... She's the best option we have. And she's not going anywhere because they have made sure they've silenced because her voice. H HRC, Ugh. the Wicked Witch of the West, the Anna Wintour of the Democratic Party, Party. <laughs> is sitting in the wings like the Wizard of Oz because Tulsi Gabbard turned her back on the DNC. She bit the hand that fed her. And now they're trying to get in. Well, because she didn't want to be part of their schemes and lies. That's why. Uh, and they're scheming and lying now. And don't think they're not playing around with voting machines. And that's for another show. Yeah, we're we not heard something today coming out of Chicago. Yeah, we're flipping votes. Yeah, they're doing that. I told you everywhere. These machines were going to be bad. Yes, news. they're doing it everywhere. And please don't go and early vote anywhere. Don't go to early voting. Vote the day of the election at your because polling it place. Makes it harder for them to cheat. Yeah. So, our question tonight, Tony and I are going to discuss a little bit. And, you know, you can always post to our Facebook page or tweet us if you want to make comments. Does the coronavirus change the state of the race for the White House? So now, you know, our attentions are very much on this because this is a life and death situation, right? So how does it change the race? Does it help Biden more? Does it help Bernie more? Um, does it swing? Does, does it peel off any Republicans that are going to be like, you know what? I like Trump, but he's not prepared for this. And like people are dying. 
Uh, does it peel any of those people away? Does it help Bernie because of the fact that a lot of people don't have good health insurance? I know someone that asked me, I don't have health insurance. How am I going to get the test? What if I get sick? I mean, if we had Medicare for all, those questions wouldn't exist. If we had a good social safety net, people would have sick leave. People would have, you know, child care at home, you know, when they go to work. So there, you know, there would be so many different, if the country was more um, generous to its citizens who pay for everything, this would be a lot different, the situation that we're in right now. But because everybody lives hand to mouth, right? Another and they're forget, on their I'll own. Never forget that Walmart documentary I saw, the high co- the high cost of low price, and it had showed the contract, peasant insurance. That is what they think of us. Right. Well, when what Tony's talking about is when an employee dies. Okay, so you work for Walmart, and when you die, Walmart makes money from your death. Now, what I'm saying, the- your death. These powers that be, they think we're peasants. Of course they we do. Are nothing to them. Sure, they figure we'll thin out the herd. You know, the virus. Old people will die. People that are infirmed will die. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, then we don't have to pay their Social Security and their Medicare. I told you But that. my question is, does this change the race? Does that make Biden more viable? Does it make Bernie more viable? Like, what is the conversation? Like, I guess we're going to find out on Sunday. I want Bernie. I know you want Bernie. I'm talking about the rest of the country. Does this change, do you think it changes the opinion of some of the people that are Trump supporters? I'm not talking the the knuckle-dragging, drooling, idiot, you know, the ones that go to the rallies. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about... You know, you're more low information voters, the ones that go and vote. They're not, you know, constantly. To- well, they better wake up. Do you think those people will be swayed to vote for a Democrat? I hope so. Do you think those that will change any minds? Do you think? Yeah, I think. You do. Yeah. So do you think this situation with the coronavirus helps Bernie or Biden? Bernie, because he's talking about universal health care. Yeah, and he's talking about a lot of other things, too, like federal mandated sick leave. Like everyone gets at least these many days. You are entitled to this like we have in New York City. He's talking about a lot of things. He's also talking about homeless people. What happens to those people? So I don't know how this changes the race, but I do know that this made people, people even more committed to getting rid of Donald Trump. Now... How are we going to have primaries after this? Like, we have our primary in April. We actually have a local race that's happening over the weekend. It's ridiculous. It shouldn't even be happening. Um, It's not safe for the voters or the workers, but that's another story. But we're supposed to have primaries. We're going to continue to have primaries to put the poll workers at risk, the people that vote at risk. Like, this changes everything. What they're going to do about all this and manage it, I don't know. You know Anything could be do? rescheduled, though. Pick what Biden and, and Bernie pick <laughs> high card. Whoever gets high card runs as vice president, and that person takes the other one as vice president. That would be an easy answer, but you that, know that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, that's what I would do. I know because then it would guarantee that you'd because be Trump. Th- that what I would say. Then everybody would show up. That would be Trump would never be able to beat that because the goal should be because to that's save what us. Hillary should have did four years ago. She should have Bernie. But because she's such an ego man. No, and because the party doesn't want his ideas. And Bernie would make it, he would make it abundantly clear. He said in his speech, 
You can't forget about the young people that are going to be this, the, the, the future of this party, their concerns. You cannot ignore them. He's not saying me. He's saying you can't ignore those voters. You cannot turn your back on them. They need your help. They need change. They're asking for it. So he's, They're not going to turn their back on him. They're just going to get him infected with the virus. Oh, you're so funny. So I guess your answer is yes, it's going to change the race. It could. I don't know. Well, we're Anybody gonna, with half a brain. Well, let's put it this way. We're going to find out on Sunday. I think Sunday is going to be widely watched because people are really not. I, I'm going to hope that people aren't going out that much. Or I know people that are still going out and doing stuff over the weekend that they don't have to do. But I would say to you, if you really don't have to do something, don't go out. And if you do go Stay out. Stay home and spend quality time, time with, with your, your spouse. With your family. You're so funny. Um, and, you know, maybe wear gloves. It's a good idea, right? I mean, if you don't want to go as far as wearing a mask or don't have one, but gloves are good. And just throw them out and change them. And don't touch, you know, your, your face with them because that defeats the whole purpose. Bring wipes with you. You know, bring stuff, you know. Be prepared. Be smart. Keep your distance from people. You know what I did? I had to get in the elevator today. And, of course, somebody was... So what I do is I turn my back to people now. Yeah, I know. I did that today, too. I mean, it makes me feel bad, but it's I no it's no offense. If somebody turns their back on me, I wouldn't mind. I understand. Listen, I have like a sinus some thing now. Some girl walked past me today. She gave me the swerve. That's okay. Like I was some kind of registered sex offender. Oh, you're funny. I'm Tony. Um, I have like a sinus thing. So... I get it. People are like, oh, she's sick. Like, I have this all the time. Anyone who listens knows I do. Um, and I'm okay with that. I get it. I'm walking around with gloves doing stuff, trying to be careful. All I can say is the stores were packed today. So, so much stuff was bought. Tony never goes to the store with me. We went together. It was nuts. We even took a little video of it. Maybe we'll, we'll put it on the Facebook page. But just be prepared. Don't go insane. Buy the things you need. Think like three weeks in advance. Like, okay, am I good for three weeks? Yes. Okay. And then whatever else Believe you need. Me, my great, great minds think alike because I went in there to buy pasta, sauces. And everybody vegetables. was doing it. Holy crap. Everybody picked this. Clean. Yep. I got the last two boxes of gluten-free penne. Yeah, right, because I have to eat gluten-free. Like, and Rayo's. That was the last gluten-free pasta I could find. I know. Well, there was two other bags, but they were the more expensive right. ones. But when I went to get them, that thing was almost empty. So people are, you know, I, I'm hoping people are taking it seriously. And we're have to ration the pasta. You're funny. Really? Oh, my God. We have plenty of food in the house. Don't be worried. If we run short, we got... Uh... <laughs> Tony! Three little furry friends. No! Oh, you're out of control. All right, so don't forget the debate. Sunday, 8 o'clock. Let's see what Bernie does. Let's see what happens. Please stay f safe. Please stay healthy. And we'll be with you next time. See ya! <coughs>